Okay, good morning. We're starting Shin Chav Chet today. Din B'Shavas. Just a quick, I don't know, review or clarification from yesterday. Um, <clears throat> as far as the back scratching, so someone else also pointed out the back, if it wasn't clear, the back scratching that was done where the Chazal or Gozer, a Miyuchad, uh, was not, uh, you know, that was done to strongly, um, with the koach, to scrape off the skin, dead cells, or um, dead uh, cells, or just the sweat or oil. Just a little back scratching. It's probably not even in uh, the definition of girud, but whatever, we'll leave that as a, as a question. Um, also, someone asked about a toothbrush. So I believe most poskim would not say there's an iser of using the same normal toothbrush that you use all week, that you use for Shabbos, but many do recommend it as a chumrah. Um, because of, uh, we mentioned possible uvdin dechol, but it's such a nothing activity that's done, you know, all the time by everybody. The chazal will never goes there, so that's, that's the reason. And just to clear, clarify by thick, regular toothpaste, so there, uh, I know Rav uh, Avad Yosef and Rav Asher Weiss are matir lechatchila, but uh, Rav Moshe and I believe most, uh, at least uh, Ashkenazic poskim, uh, definitely say it's uh, at least a chashash um, of miruach, and definitely recommend not to use it. Asalvechik was matir too. Okay, good. Um, okay. Igor Smosha, and to clarify, when you look in the, the tshuva, he definitely says all liquid soap uh, one should not use. He says the minag, and the minag is, by most posting that liquid soap is okay, but he definitely recommends not to, because even the liquid soap, it turns into suds and it, get, it spreads out even thinner, is the way he put it. So, as a chashash, he said, he definitely recommended, uh, it has to be, um, maybe, but if it's like water or shaman, then I think he said it's okay. I don't know. Um, let's see. But, uh, it's clear from the tshuva, he doesn't mind using the same toothbrush all week, uh, as for Shabbos, because he says you can use it without any toothpaste. Uh, just, okay. Um, it's mentioned, now we're about to start chola and rafua, so it's actually, uh, apropos, but, uh, bar soap. So, definitely most poskim say not to use bar soap. We mentioned that. Uh, Ravavadi Yosef uh, clearly writes that Mi'ikar Adin, you see from the Rambam, other Rishonim, um, that using regular bar soap is probably okay. Again, it's not clear exactly what soap everybody had back then and what bar soap we have now uh, to compare. But uh, he says Mi'ikar Adin is probably okay, but he definitely recommends not to use bar soap. And you should only prepare ahead of time liquid soap. But he, and it's also in Shemir Shabbos Kilchasa, point out that when you don't have a choice, let's say you're a doctor or you're dealing with someone, you know, blood or whatever, and there's an issue of germs and health issues, so both say you're allowed to use bar soap, Shemir Shabbos Kilchasa and Yubi Omer. Um, but some say it's better to do it under running water um, or in a bowl. Right, so it's you know at least you don't have no lot issues and it's it's soft. Um, I didn't see it, but I would like to suggest that also perhaps the best way to do it is to get your hands and the bar wet, a lot of water. All you have to do is hold the bar, touch the bar, and hold the bar, 
And without any rubbing motion, once you put the bar down, you will probably have ample soap on your hands then that uh, would probably be the best option. Um, but anyways, yeah, we don't want to make anyone uh, cause any uh, health injuries. Okay. Um, one last thing. As far as uh, nail filing on Shabbos to file your nails or use any pumice stone on your skin. So that is probably would qualify as an Isra, maybe Daraisa, certainly Darabanan, for Gozes, Nemachik, and um, a Kliretz of Uvdin Dechal. So that's, uh, okay, I think that wraps it up from yesterday. And let's start. Aleph, Shinchav Chet Aleph. Mi Shieshlo Mechush Ba'alma. Someone just has, um, I don't know, a little headache. Doesn't feel so good. Something hurts. But he can walk and function like a healthy person. So on this is where Chazal made Ixera Darabanan not to do any action of Rafua, preparing the Rafua, making a given, applying the Rafua. Even if the non-Jew is going to do everything, he's going to do the Rafua. Whether there's Isuri Darabana and Isuri Daraisa involved, all of this is Gezera Mishum Shechikat Samanim. It's obvious it might lead to tochen, of grinding down uh, medicines. Okay. Um, okay. So, let's continue. We're going to see. So, this is, right, if you're totally healthy and you can function, even though it hurts. Um, but if you cannot function, so then that's, well, I think we're going to address that later on. If a person has a an illness, it's the same thing. Yeah, so if it's very painful, so there's minor pain, there's mild pain, moderate pain, you got the whole pain scale 0 to 10, but it's pain. If there's minor pain, that's mechush. If it's a lot of pain, and it, you, you can't go play with your friends. You can't go to show. You want to lie down. So that's for sure. There's no Isser Gzera of Rafua whatsoever. So if there's no Gzera, let's say medication, it's all ready for you. For sure, it's not a problem. Um, the only t- the just the question is, now we're going to be learning when you can do an Isser Daraita or an Isser Darabanan or a Mira La'akum. That's going to be the majority of the topic this simon. Sakana. person has an illness that a person could die from. It's a sakana, you might die. Pikoach nefesh. Mitzvah lechalel alav et ha-shabbat. We all know it's a mitzvah, a big, huge mitzvah. Mishnah Bura quotes the pasuk and chazal, v'chai behem, v'lo she'amut behem. We're all familiar. V'afil a'idei eino yehudi. Sorry, I messed up. Mitzvah lachala with the Shabbat v'hazariz harize meshubach. So it's a mitzvah, and not only is it a mitzvah, it's a great mitzvah v'hazariz. And the quicker you are, the greater. V'hashoel and somebody who asks and has to say, mm, I don't know, am I allowed to do it? Is it okay? Should I do it this way? Should I do it that way? Harize shofech damim. You are a murderer because you delayed. The person is a bikuach nefesh, and you made it take longer. Um, okay, and it's and you can't even even though you assume oh for sure he'll live another if I takes time for another half an hour 
I'm sure he's, he's not going to die because of that. He's going to keep living. Still, you call that Shofech Damim. If you know that you can make him get better, he's in a Makom of Sakana Pikoach Nefesh right now, and you can start making him right better. Don't ask any questions. Um, make sure you get started. Mishnabura quotes uh, Yerushalmi. It says, the Shulchan Aruch just mentioned Hashoel. So he brings the Yerushalmi. It says, V'hanishal. And the rabbi, another, his, his rabbi, that he would go ask the question, the, uh, Yerushalmi calls the rabbi Maguna, because he didn't teach his Talmidim that whenever it's a safek, bikoach nefesh, and it's a serious situation, you quickly go ahead and do whatever you can without asking questions. Gimel. Kol makashal Any kind of um, an injury inside the body. So anywhere that's inside the mouth and anywhere in the body, including the teeth, so we're machalo Shabbos even so forth. Okay. Now, obviously, we're talking about where there's an obvious injury. Um, or a serious pain, severe, severe pain, or there's an obvious injury that happened, or you see like an, or without an actual injury, you see like a, an abscess. Aval, mechoshim en nikraim maka. But just having some pain, uh, mild pain, probably moderate pain, that's not what we're calling a, a maka, that's sakanas nefashas. Um, just as an aside, most, because we mentioned teeth and I'm a dentist, happens to be nowadays most dental issues are, again, I don't want to be too mako, but most dental issues are usually not pikoach nefesh. We all know that. People have pain and, uh, especially if you can start taking antibiotics and painkillers. It depends on the case, obviously. Um, certainly just by, uh, bleeding when you brush and floss, that is certainly, that's, that's called normal. It's not good normal, but that's normal, and that's definitely not what we're talking about. Uh, we're talking about with the teeth, it's you know, very severe pain, and can't be controlled, and chanichayim um, is also, what? A toothache. A toothache. So normally, a toothache is not, I mean, this metzius, a normal toothache is usually not pikuach um, nefesh. Again, it depends how severe the pain is. Depends if there's an abscess. We're not talking about the tiniest bubble on the Chani Chaim. We have have a... Okay, so... Okay, so you know what? Let's read Dalit. How about that? When you get to Dalit, you'll you'll appreciate a little better. What? Yeah, I know. So finish reading Dalit, and then come back to... Then come back to to, to Gimel. Um, A tiniest little bubble on the gum tissue... Like really tiny, that's generally not considered pikuach nefesh. But if there's a, a large, um, a larger bubble, an abscess, that's okay. I don't want to. We're not going to. But anyway, let's let's move on. Haga. Oh, okay. No, I'm not bringing diagrams and pictures of. Uh, but anyways, I could maybe. Haga mil misha choshesh b'shinav umitzta'er alav har lehotziel. Person has severe pain and wants to have his tooth removed. So then, Omer le'enihudi leotziel. So you should get go to a uh, go to a um, non-Jewish dentist, ideally. That's 
what the Ramah writes. Uh, you'll see the Mishnabur quotes, uh, for example, from the El Yerabah, who says, because it's not a Rafua Yidua. Uh, extracting a tooth is not necessarily a Rafua. Roshoma Zalman points out, uh, I think I saw Nishmat Avram, he points out that nowadays we know extracting a tooth is definitely a Rafua Yidua. So he says, you can nowadays, if you need a tooth extracted, then you can even have it done by a Jew on Shabbos. I mean, the mice it's usually going to, well, it depends where you live, but, uh, okay. So, all right, so if it's a case where there's severe uncontrolled pain, so then that would be, or it depends what the case is. Really, it depends what the case is. Okay. Um, and if you have a real doubt, then obviously, Pikoach Nefesh is Docha Shabbos, and Safek Pikoach Nefesh is definitely also Docha Shabbos without a question. The, 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 the extraction is really the refuah. Right. Right. Are you saying that in most cases, it, when it needs to be extracted, that becomes a tikkun nefesh situation? No, no, no. no. Uh, it depends. Again, each situation is is what it is. But uh, extracting a tooth is called a refuah, a proper refuah when it needs to come out. You can have an abscess there underneath the tooth, and it needs to come out. So the dentist is, takes his x-ray and the Jewish dentist can take it out when needed. Um, and again, the post can point out, it's not a problem to uh, open up your mouth or lean your head a little bit, lean back to make it easier for the dentist so it, you don't kill the dentist's back, making him work upside down. Okay, Dalit. Now, if you have a makasha halal, Right, so an inner injury, you don't need to evaluate, to do a serious evaluation at first glance. Even if you don't have any experts to tell you, and the, the, the patient, the, the ill person doesn't know. So you treat him exactly like you would during the week. You give him food, you give him refua, you could bathe him. Whatever is normal, whatever is uh, is appropriate to be helpful, that's what you that's what we, uh, we must do. Okay. Aval kishiyodim umakirim veota choli shemamtim veein sarich chilo. But if we know a hundred percent that there's uh, there's no it's not pikuach nafesh or there's no urgency whatsoever to deal with it, and waiting will not make any difference whatsoever. Asur lechalel, this is referring to a malacha daraisa, that's clear. Asur lechalel alav a malacha daraisa, alfa pishihi makashal halal. So you could have a makashal halal, where you should not be doing any sur daraisa, if you know for sure it's not going to be, uh, it's not going to get worse, there's absolutely no need, or if it's not pikoach uh, nefesh. Um, one second. There happens to be a machloket. It's perhaps subtle. Uh, primarily, lemaisa with an isur daraita. If you have a person who is in a state of shiyeshbo sakana, so normally we do do chilo shabbos for him. But if we know for sure that by not doing something for him, let's say maybe bathing, uh, it's not going to make uh, it's not going to make any difference. It's, by not doing it, he's not going to get any worse. And by doing it, it's not going to get any better. So then, that's where it's a machloket that perhaps you should not do an iser, uh, an iser deraisa. That's what the Mishnah Bura, for example, is machmer. Not to do an iser deraisa when you know for sure, for sure, it's, 
It's a minor little, minor little tzarech, and it's not going to get any better by doing it. But if you believe it's going to get better a little faster on Shabbos, so then he says, quotes the Meiri in the end of the Bira Lacha, where he says, yeah, 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 then you should, you should even do an Isidarite. Okay. Hey. If a person has a chala that's not inside the body, so then you ask an expert, a doctor, or a chola, uh, or the chola himself. You don't do an esedaraita unless um, unless one of them tell you it needs it needs to be done. You add the word safek, sakanat nafashas. The Mishnabura and others add that you, um, if they don't know and they're not sure and they say maybe, so then you do, you are machal Shabbos. Because we're talking about a person who there is, he has a sakana of spikoach nafesh or even safek pikoach nafesh. Okay. Vav. Makasha agav hayad vegav haregal. If a person gets um, like a large cut or injury on the back of his hand or foot. Or you swallow a leech. Or a wild dog bites you. Or any kind of, I don't know, a scorpion or snake. Something that crawls and it bites that can kill. It's venom, poisonous. Even if you have a suffix and you're not even sure if it could kill it or not. These are all things that are considered a makashal halal. Generally, um, I heard from, again, uh, Rabbi David and Kornfeld, just as an, an example, if you get a minor little cut or scrape on your skin, uh, when people get that all the time, we do not consider that a pikoach uh, nafesh, but a, a deep cut, exactly you know, how you define that, that situation is, is what it is, but you have to judge it at the spot. But any deep cut is generally considered a pikoach um, nefesh. Okay, uh, just a normal cut and just a, a normal little uh, item. And then also we don't just for the sake of uh, generally speaking. Again, it depends. This is the rice Generally speaking, um, just for the sake of of uh, co- cosmetics, usually the rule is uh, we don't do isurim, uh, at least not deraita. Um, anyway. But uh, for just a little, a little uh, scrape or a little cut, um, what generally is recommended is just put some. Let's say you can just place some neosporin stick on the on the skin. Better not to put it on the bandaid, and just to put the bandaid over it, cover it up, and 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 call it a day. Well, first wash it with water and soap first if you can. Five. You have to tape it down. Tape it down. Wait, 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 what do you mean? Without the tape the band-aid down? Well, how was you going to put it on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tape the band-aid on. Uh, not for today, but there is a, a question, Samar Mahmur, not to tape the band-aid to itself because of tofer. Um, okay, I don't, I don't know uh, the lineup, uh, you know, who's Mahmur and who's not, but that is definitely um, something to look into. Zayn. Mechalalin Shabbat al-Kol Makash Na'aset Mahmat Barzel. You are Mechal Shabbos, again, it's Bikoach Nefesh. If you get an injury with metal, enters the body, 
ועל שכין, and any kind of boils in, in the anus, ועל סימטה, שהוא נקרא פלונקרס בלעז, ועל מי שיש בו קדחת חם ביותר, if a person has a severe fever, or עם סימור, or with some kind of cold, maybe chills. Okay, it's hard, I don't understand exactly the illnesses we're talking about, all of them, but I'll just point out, again, Discuss it with your Rav or your, your doctor. I'll just point out, Rav Ovad Yosef says that a Cham Yeter, and again, every case is different, but as a general rule, he writes that a, uh, a high fever, which is definitely Pikoach Nafesh, is 104 degrees Fahrenheit or 40 degrees Celsius. Again, depends on everything else. Depends on the age of the person, other health issues. It depends, it depends. But just as a general rule, something to think about. And Piske Chuvas adds, and if it's below 35 degrees Celsius, that's also, or 95 degrees Fahrenheit, that's also Pikoach Nefesh. Okay. Let's do Chet. Mish Achazodam. A person, Rav Kronitz and Chut Hashani says that's a high blood pressure. Okay. Makizin Oto, again, I don't know how, how this applies nowadays exactly, but in the Shulchan Aruch, the rule would be, Makizin Oto Afilo Holech Al Raglav Vafilo Bayom Harishon. So immediately, if a person has an issue with his blood, that needs to be dealt with, Pikoach Nefesh, so you do it immediately. You don't push it off. Even if it started, this is its first day, Bayom Harishon, today is its first day on Shabbos, you don't say, let's wait till Saturday night, Sunday. Okay. Was it not situation? What again? Was there a situation? Blood? I don't know exactly. It's a problem with his blood. Let's say it means a high blood pressure. High blood pressure? So in those days, I guess they would uh, bloodlet. So the point is, Lemaisa, what it means today is if a person has a situation, I mean, too high blood pressure, I don't know exactly what it is, and it also, also depends on the person, but... Whenever it gets where the you know you worry the person is going to faint or whatever the numbers are, then um, right away you take care of it. You don't uh, push it off. You don't say, well, let it keep going up a little, little bit. You know, you take care of it right away. Because now it's pikoach nafesh. I don't even think this case. I don't even think it's suffix anymore. But even even if it would be just a suffix pikoach nafesh, exactly. Um, Okay, yeah, we'll mention that at some point. Tet, hachoshesh be'enav or be'enav yesh botzir. Person has severe pain with his or pain with his eyes. Okay, how how severe? That's a good question. Uh, person has pain in his eyes, and oshahayu shotot mimenu demaot machmata keev oshahayu shotet dam oshahayu rira utachilat uchla perish tachilat choli. So with your eyes. You have, it's dripping with, um, I don't know, either there's some kind of separation, discharge, pus, or tearing a lot, or blood coming out. So all these issues that are uh, not normal. Uh, we're not talking about a tiny little bit of yellow crust that's, uh, that's normal. We're talking about something that's uh, beyond what's normal. Mechalin alav et hashabbat. We're mechal Shabbos for it. Chazal say that the, the heart and the eyes are connected. And that, uh, and the eyes have a din of a makashel chalal, but inside the body, and therefore we're machal Shabbos for that as well.
Yud. Whenever the doctors say that this is Sakana, so it doesn't matter if it's outside or inside. If the doctors say this case is pikuach um, nefesh, uh, so it's pikuach nefesh, right? Cellulitis is pikuach nefesh. Ve'im rofe echad omer tsarich, ve'rofe echad omer enot tsarich mechalim. But and if one doctor says no, no, you got to take care of it, the other one says nah, don't worry about it. So then mechalim. Because even if you don't know, we say suffolk pikuach nafesh. Okay, at least uh, that makes it really clear. Because if it's a suffolk, okay, definitely mechalo. And some say, and that is the halacha, that you don't even need a proper mumcha, a proper doctor. The kol adam chashuvim mumchim ksas, because we're all, you know, as long as the person, you know, is a bardas and he knows, or he looked it up, or he has some experience, um, is able to have an opinion. It was, and therefore, if he says, no, I know this case, I know for sure is pikoach nefesh, or I know what I'm talking about, it's a definite suffix pikoach nefesh, so then you can listen to him, the suffix nefashos lahaka, and, and suffix nefashos lahaka. Now, the Ramah points out, v'yesh omrim, some say, dafka yisraelim, we're only talking about yisraelim. Because we're, um, we, we believe in Shabbos and we know that we don't want to be Machal Shabbos and we take it seriously. So therefore, therefore you can rely on him. Sometimes you have to be careful with, uh, with other non-Jews and doctors because sometimes they're just very quick also, but, uh, to be Mako. But, okay. Haval, stam enam yudim she'enam rofim, but stam non-Jews that are not doctors, lo machaskinu natam kibikim. So that's what the Ramah says. They're non-Jews and especially non-doctors, so then uh, you can't, we can't rely on them. So this case is a person is being told to be to be machal Shabbos. So obviously, if the person's life's in danger, you can help him. What does the Ramah say in Ein Machalim? Because you know, at the end of the day the Jew is going to give in. You're assuming, the case is, you're assuming the Jew is not going to give up his life. He's going to give in and do the Avera. He's going to be Machal Shabbos or whatever it is. So there's no point for you to also be Machal Shabbos to avoid him being Machal Shabbos. I hope that makes sense. You don't have to, better let someone else be Machal Shabbos than you be Machal Shabbos. But obviously if there's a real case of Bikoach Nefesh, of course you're Machal Shabbos to take care of him. Okay. Yeah. Okay, what's we'll stuff?